Hey there, folks. Welcome to Rock and Rally Tennis, where it's all tennis, all the time. I'm James Lane. This is podcast episode number 167. Follow us on Twitter at Rock and Rally. That's rock underscore and underscore rally. And on Facebook at facebook.com backslash rock and rally tennis. Rock and Rally Tennis podcast episode number 167 is brought to you by careerwonder.com the ultimate career resource site featuring video interviews of professionals from a wide array of industries, sharing the stories, journeys, and insights about their careers and jobs at careerwonder.com. Welcome to our 2019 U.S. Open preview. You know, it never ceases to amaze me as to how quickly time flies from the French Open in May to the U.S. Open at the end of August. You know, for the women, it seems like we're back to not having a clear favorite in the draw. I mean, the eventual champion could come from a pool of 20 or so players, including top seed and defending champion Naomi Osaka. You know, I should also mention Ash Barty and Simona Halep have also won majors this year. And then there's Serena, Keys, Pliskova, Svitolina, Stevens, Andriescu, Sabalenka, and many others. Now, Barty is one of my picks to win. She's had a great year winning the French Open and reaching number one for a few weeks. But that said, she's played a lot more tennis than she probably anticipated at the beginning of the year. Now, I expect Barty to be in the mix, but whether she can win at all will depend on how much she has left in the tank. You know, her movement and shot selection over the past few weeks have not been as crisp as they were earlier in the year, in my view. But hopefully, she'll have recharged and be ready to go. Now, no disrespect towards any of the proven champions like Serena, Osaka, Stevens, Kerba, Muguruza, Venus, to name a few. But I would not be surprised if it were a first-time Grand Slam singles winner holding up the U.S. Open trophy when all is said and done. You know, in this group of players looking for their first major title, there are several whose play have been rounding into top form recently and could be peaking at the right time. For example, in winning the event in Cincinnati last week, Madison Keys played probably some of the best tennis I've seen from her in a long time. I mean, Keyes is one of the few players who can take the racket out of her opponent's hands because of the natural firepower she possesses. Now, Keyes did reach the U.S. Open final in 2017, so she is certainly no stranger to going deep in this major. Another player from this group to keep an eye on is Bianca Andreescu. Now, a couple of weeks ago, the 19-year-old reminded everyone of how tough of a player and competitor she is in becoming the first Canadian in 50 years to win the Rogers Cup. Now, if she can stay healthy because she's had some injuries this year, I believe she will certainly be in the mix. You know, she has a very strong physical game that is nicely complemented by her mental toughness and knack for pulling off the right shots at the right time. Moreover, something to consider is that even though she has had a breakout year winning Indian Wells and Roger, and the Rogers Cup, she is still a relative newcomer. You know, I don't believe the field has had much opportunity to break down her game and think about the adjustments they want to make when facing her. So this will continue to work in Andriescu's favor, at least in the near term. Now, I suspect we will see the same pattern we've seen over the past few years in the women's game, where depth and parity continue to be the theme. As such, I expect to see some early round upsets and volatility in the women's draw. But... Regardless, it's going to be fun and exciting to watch, you know, whether it's a proven major champion or a first-time major winner holding the U.S. Open trophy at the end of it all. For the men, I believe it will be fairly straightforward. The winner of the 2019 U.S. Open will be one of the big three, with Djokovic heading that list followed closely by Federer and Nadal. Now, all three players have played well this year, and when healthy, there is not much that separates them. 
But on hard courts, Djokovic has proven time and again that he is indeed in a class by himself, particularly in the head-to-head matchups versus Federer and Nadal. Now, I believe if the courts and playing conditions are very fast, then it will be more of a toss-up between Djokovic and Federer, although I'd still give the nod to Djokovic. And if playing conditions are damp, humid, and heavy as they were last year, then between Djokovic and Federer, I'd probably give a slightly uh, larger edge to Djokovic. Now, as for Nadal, I would not overlook him, okay? He's coming off a nice defense of his title at the Rogers Cup and appears to be well-rested and, more importantly, healthy. So let's not forget that Nadal is a three-time U.S. Open champion, so he knows how to play on these courts. As for a non-Big 3 pick to win, well, you know, it's a tough call. You guys know I'm a big fan of Sissipas and believe he will have his Grand Slam breakthrough victory sooner than later. But as I talked about in podcast episode number uh, 165, there have been times this year where, you know, he seemed to just settle for exchanging big groundies from behind the baseline rather than to play the prudent, opportunistic, all-court style that we saw for most of last year and in parts this year. You know, for Sissipas, blasting away from behind the baseline is not really the style with which he's going to win the U.S. Open, in my view. I believe he's got to get back to playing that all-court attacking style that propelled him into the top 10 over the past 18 months. You know, if he does that, I think he'll certainly give himself a great opportunity to have his Grand Slam breakthrough. Now, lastly, I'd be remiss not to mention Nick Kyrgios. I'm not picking Kyrgios to win the U.S. Open, but I will say this. No one will disagree as to how talented Kyrgios is, and frankly, he is not someone who many players want to see earlier in their draw. You know, he won the hardcore tournament in Washington, D.C. earlier this month, and, and okay, he, uh, he had a bit of a tantrum in Cincinnati last week and was fined over 100000 for bad behavior and, and could face possible suspension. But that aside, I don't think it's lost on any of the players just how well Kyrgios, Kyrgios has been playing of late, how well he can play, and how dangerous of an opponent he is. Now again, I don't think there are too many players who really want to see Kyrgios early in their draw, especially at a major. But anyway, I just wanted to put that out there because I believe Kyrgios could end up being a real spoiler in this U.S. Open. Folks, in a couple of weeks' time, there is high probability we will be congratulating a familiar men's champion, which is perfectly fine. It's pretty much been this way for the past decade or so. Let's see if that's the case for the women's champion. But either way... Enjoy the year's final major. We'll be back to recap the 2019 U.S. Open in a couple of weeks. Well, that's all for this episode, folks. Thanks for joining us at Rock and Rally Tennis. Please subscribe to our podcast at rockandrallytennis.com. I'm James Lynn. See you next time.